0: Hi Chris, hi Adam. What's the halves, wow. baby girl? Uh, man,
1: you Just, are tired a, and you had booze. A little bit, yeah. So uh we're
0: uh, we're, we're at we're at the the track the, event that no one speaks of.
1: The event that shall not be named, West Michigan Honda Meet. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, been a really fun day. First um, rule about Honda Meet is there is we no talking about meet. it on slip. <laughs> 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 Somebody's gotta talk about it. Uh, it's been uh, it was a good day. You helped work grid tech inspection. Appreciate your help, man. Um, the mm. uh, the pit bikes they. They swarm. It happens. We're watching Formula Drift on a on a uh, projector right now. Uh, I should text Jared and see what Jared's doing. If it, usually, if I text Jared Deanda, um, he shouts me out on the broadcast. Ooh, <laughs> fancy Ooh, that! Fancy, fancy. Um, we uh, we worked grid. We hung out. Um, Chris, what's your podcast? Drivers at Large. Drivers at Large. Yeah, I was just on it last week. Super fun. Interesting cars,
0: interesting people, interesting stories.
1: Yeah. You do. See, you go to enough events where you meet weird people and we, you talk about things.
0: I'm trying to change up what I want to do now because I've come to so many of your guys' track events, and I feel like I'm just stomping on your, your podcast and Apes and kind of turn. It doesn't matter because, like, uh, ours is garbage anyway, so add and to it. Baby. Angle and Slip uh, Angle. Not Slip Angle. I'm sorry. Uh, track walking podcast. Yep. And I, so, yeah. but Scott I, and Seth do a good job with that. I think they do a phenomenal job. But yeah, if I could yeah. get away with doing anything, is I, I really want to go uh, to a depth of, like, Anthony Bourdain and go to, like, places <laughs> yeah? unknown in the automotive world. Track even
1: events like. unknown. You could sample the strange uh, rubber that is uh, is used in California, right? You know, all yeah. the different – the tastes, the smells. Um, well, it uh, – uh, you can take a podcast wherever you want. As long as you have fun talking, it doesn't even matter what you are talking about. I think it's, it's supposed to so. be
0: like the 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 uh, I think the interesting stories and and, and right. tales of people that we uh, we meet because right. you you're one of them. You're, you so many of your stories we found interesting. There are some stupid fun stories though. The, like yeah. oh yes, uh, I went to Coda in Papa John's. Oh Papa John's old plane as, that is now ex-wife's private jet. Yeah, as, as ex-wife. <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I got lucky on that one. I had nothing to do with
1: that. I was just invited by cool friends who actually were invited by somebody else. So uh, that was fun. But uh, I love this event. This has been a pretty solid event. My car is my car's been okay. Uh, I got to redesign my catch can a little bit, but uh, had a lot of fun playing with today. Got uh, some decent times out of it. I'm playing with the brake bias now, which I haven't done before. Uh, getting it to stop pretty well, so I'm feeling good about that. But um, weather was
0: beautiful today. Like, it was it was my first Honda meet, and I feel like this is like the perfect weather that we can It's never have. like this. It's, is, is it's usually terrible. like really hot, like it's we just we like it's every other event. It's terrible.
1: Um, tomorrow will probably be wet, but uh, temperature was on point today. Um, so yeah, I appreciate your help. And speaking of weird stories, at kickoff, you had like texted me something about this thing, um, but at kickoff I saw it and I was like, no effing way, this is real. So yeah. we have a whiskey decanter
0: in front of us. What is this? Uh, so about a week prior to spring kickoff, um, I went randomly searching on Facebook for uh, a de- another decanter that I'm looking for. And what a yeah. decanter is basically like it's a porcelain or plastic um, yeah, looking a, a kind of structure. Yeah, right. It's basically some type of you know sculpture or what, whatnot, right. and it's hidden is alcohol. Right, right? and for so what you put booze in. Yeah, Jim Bean in the 70s was notorious for doing this with vases right. and you name it. Okay. And they made everything. Um, for the one that.
1: Oh, man, the screen just tipped over! Live coverage <laughs> behind
0: me, the live stream that we were just watching well, while recording this scared podcast. Scared me a little just, bit. Uh, tried to kill me. Yeah.
1: They missed you. missed you by a few feet.
0: I'd sue, but you guys don't make a lot of money. Uh, can't get blood <laughs> from a turnip, that's what I say.
1: <laughs> we should probably tie that to the number two power pole back there. Or just pick it. Or just pick it up and it falls over. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: The suspense.
1: What? Are, we're in uh, top sixteen finals pro round four. <laughs> Lake Erie speed. Where's Lake Erie Speedway? Dave, where is this? Uh, Erie, Pennsylvania. Erie, Pennsylvania. Okay, I was just there the other day. I drove right past Lake Erie. Hey, there, Lake Erie? Have- yeah, cool. Watch. Sorry, I'm just
0: uh, watching. Well, I uh, stop to, to avoid doing silence. Um, <laughs> so what I bought was basically is a decanter, and they right. made these in the 70s and um, some parts of the 80s. and uh, The Beams Olsonite Eagle, if yeah, anybody wants to Google that. They um, made a, a couple of different race car ones. And um, the, was it, Jim, uh, Jim Beams? Beam. Al, yeah. yeah, it's Bobby Unser Racing, and it's Jim uh, yeah. the Olsenite Eagle. And uh, this... Needless to say, like, over the years, these, these didn't survive. And yeah. you'll find them in really crappy condition. It looks
1: like an RC car.
0: Yeah, it looks like, like a scale model uh, a teenager made. It's so silly, They dude. glued all the parts on and put all the stickers on and stuff. But what you'll do is, is you basically, like, unlatch, like, these little tabs on the, the side. Yeah. And it breaks in half. And the body of the actual car yeah. is porcelain. And it's filled with... Like, old wreath, Jim Beam. Yeah, old Jim Beam. To be more specific... It is Jim Beam's uh, 100 month aged uh, straight. literally like a bottle yeah, Kentucky right of Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey.
1: How did you find out that these exist?
0: I actually found out randomly a couple years ago. Um, year I worked for Good Life, 2019. I went yeah. to a guy's estate sale, and he was um, huge car guy so he was okay. coming to buffalo new york and wanted to go up to you know that area right and was tired of illinois and he had a bunch of these for sale and i by the time i got to his house the one i was interested in right uh they make another one for a different company okay and it was um the Whittington brothers uh, oh yeah, yeah race car yeah and Which i missed out on it um the Porsche 935.5 um back right. when those were introduced right i believe it was the 1980s car 1979 yeah. and well Unfortunately, I missed out on it, like, by two minutes. And I yeah. was, like, super angry. And uh, I said, you know, I, I drove to this guy's house. I'm buying something. And I, I bought another version or another a different one right. than the one we're looking at now. And it was in rough shape, <laughs> but it still had the whiskey in it. And I decided, well, yeah. one night I'm, you know, having a bad day. and Crack it open, I man. just cracked it open. So and it was
1: from, like, 79 or something? Let's
0: see. Yeah, like 1977, like, 1976. Wh- what did it taste like? It... It tastes like the 70s. It's yeah. It's uh, it's very... It doesn't even have a whiskey date on actually. I, I can't... Re- I'm not really a whiskey drinker, so I can't describe right. on an enthusiast level. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I liked it, and I was able to have just a small little glass with a couple rocks in it, and you're set. Um, it's just such a bizarre thing to put It in. looks like a transformer for alcoholics.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's really the best <laughs> way to like, describe it. You open it, and it cracks in half, like, at the engine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool.
0: We'll have to take uh, pictures and post it on yeah. your Instagram well, for people. I'll
1: throw a bunch of them up, uh, up, up, up to Abe, and he can. Uh... It's That's just so weird. Like it's, it's so weird. It's the cool. Like there's stuff like this about the car hobby, that like this is kind of like the cool, unique stuff
0: about this stupid hobby. Like so, I. I, I it's just so bizarre that this to exists. think about this, and I thought about it. Like this is the bizarre area that I love. I love exploring. Right. They will never make something like this. No. I think, Again. No. For for the reason of licensing issues, right? Um, it would cost a lot of money. I don't think a lot of people would want to buy yeah, it. Yeah, this is like a, then
1: it's literally a time capsule of like
0: that era too. Back in right. the, the, that day, when you were yeah. 18 years old, you were able to buy stuff like yeah, this, that's so uh, alcohol. Cool. Uh, I mean, you know, be, to be more specific. But yeah. this is more to appeal, I think, to a younger audience. I don't think a guy who's in his 40s in the 1970s was buying this. He probably didn't no, care. No, you know, um, it's
1: probably a bunch of people that bought them as collector items, but like. Eventually, you crack it open. <laughs> well, that was a
0: funny story about this. I'm like not far from your house. Yeah. And uh, I'm at this guy's house, and he's moving to uh, the, over the border to Indiana. Okay. So, and uh, I'm like, okay, cool. Um, how much do you want for it? I paid. I paid fifty bucks for this. Yeah. So this is this is seventies so whiskey like that's never less been than a, like it would just cost to buy whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's nice and it's vintage and it looks cooler. Yeah. You know, and if anybody gives you shit and tries to dump your alcohol, it's hidden. not They're not yeah. going to know. It's so bizarre. But, well, um, anyway, I, I bought this from the guy, and it was, was for spring kickoff, specifically. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you Adam, had two of
1: them at spring kickoff.
0: No, I this one.
1: I saw both. You had two of them there, though, because you have another one of these.
0: Oh, right? yeah, so it was the old one. Um, yeah. So so for spring kickoff, uh, we drank the old one. We drank the rest of the old one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to specifically save this one for you, me, and Abe, anyone that yeah. wanted to drink it out of it. Um, because, you know, for us staff, we, we work our butts off. And uh, that was just, a, I think I cursed ourselves before the weekend, even just that saying this. That was a long weekend. It was a brutal weekend. And if yeah, we we're were meant there, to do things it.
1: on Saturday night, and I just didn't <laughs> feel like talking, man. Didn't was, feel like talking. It was but brutal. It was a good weekend, but it was hard. It was a busy one. But got Vern Griffin Jr. giving us a Ford commercial in the background.
0: Um, so, yeah. I mean, at this point, I decided um, after Autobahn, I wanted to bring it back for Honda because yeah. everyone told me this is supposed to be kind of more... So you've r- never been to Honda before? No. Okay. It's 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 way more relaxed, super it's, chill. It's like it, it, you were at
1: uh, Taco Track Day, Taco Track Day. So this is sort of yeah. like two tra- two and a half Taco Track
0: Days in a row. Yeah. So like yeah. I, I I mean I, I thought the better example was a uh, Blackhawks Track Day picnic.
1: Yeah, without the competition elements. Like that's got a little bit of competition, not a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's I I love doing straight up HPDS too because like the vibe comes down a bunch, the uh, the seriousness comes down a bunch. Because uh, you don't have any competition elements, you don't have any drift, you don't have you know time attack, GLTC, whatever. Um, like none of it matters except for like you want all those cars to come back in. They're all smiling. Great, done, accomplished. Um, and largely,
0: we did that today. So everyone came here from a long work week. Yeah, and after Autobahn, they're like, I'm gonna just come to the track day right. and have fun and yeah. hang out with my friends. The vibe
1: is so good because of that, too.
0: And it wasn't yeah. even just that. I, I was also finding people in the paddock that were here just to hang out. Yeah. They've come. Uh, Patrick Reyes, was, yeah. uh, he came to Honda Meet 4 when you fronted out your first track. track right. Yeah, He Jordan. was at the first one, yeah. Um, He just came hung out for the weekend. I thought that was pretty cool. There's a dude that uh, he was in tech this morning. And I was like, damn, this thing is
1: so clean. Where would it come from? He's like, yeah, California. I was like, when did you get it? And he's like, I drove here from California. <laughs> What? Yeah.
0: Someone drove here from yeah, California.
1: white EK with an H22 in it. Um, I said, like, yeah, I just bought it. I got it in California, drove it all the way here. And I'm thinking, like, oh, you must live in Grand Rapids, right? Nope. Yeah. Came here for the event. From L.A. Dude, like, that's
0: nuts. I thought Aaron uh, from My Shot that was, he does all the form of the D-photography and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, I thought he was nuts driving his uh, Datsun 510 from California yeah. to Midwest Festival yeah. last year. Yeah, that was actually pretty crazy. Right. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, Aaron Yusebi. he rebuilt dad. the motor and then literally set off, and right. then had to do the uh, the oil change for yeah. the rebuild in yeah. like a, an abandoned hotel parking lot. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he he drove it to Colorado also with his son. Like his son's like twelve. Yeah, uh, and they went up Pike's Peak with it too.
0: That's so, so cool. and, and like at the top it had like twelve horsepower. Like it didn't even want to go. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, bueno. Pretty wild. So. Um, actually, I was curious to ask about um, since we're talking about builds that are rad. And go far, yeah. And people just randomly showing up to the event, finally, right? Um, or hearing about the event and coming out to it. That one dude with that uh, orange Civic that you yeah. grew up with, yeah, uh, I, I thought was. Weird. Can you tell the story? So a little this bit more in depth? my buddy
1: here, Dave. Um, his yeah. brother, who was supposed to be driving this weekend but got sick, um, his brother, when I was eighteen, maybe, bought an EF Civic like mine. Uh, And I was like, damn, that thing is cool. I'd always loved that chassis because there was a guy in town by me that had a red one. It was lowered uh, when I was, like, 12. So, like, five, six years later, Joey builds one. And it it had, like, this perfect 2001 spec period, correct, Fast and Furious livery. You know, it was, like, orange on top, uh, white on the bottom, like, graphics up the middle, separate in the two colors. Uh, And then it just – he sold it, and it disappeared, right? And we saw it a couple times, and I'm like, still got the paint job. It's Joey's car. Uh, and that was like a decade ago last time I saw it and last night at like what 10, 10.30 or something uh, he pulls up and I call Dave Dave's like the car's right between me and Dave I'm over with cart. we're you know up here by turn two uh, I'm like Dave Joey's car just pulled up and like we geeked out over the thing it turns out the dude is the dude who bought it from Joey uh, 21 years ago or something. And that's the kind of got me into Honda's. it's so, like, Honda wouldn't happen without that. And, like, real Life probably wouldn't happen without that. It's just all these little dumb pieces that fall into your life that make you go the the way you go, you know? Um, but it was super cool that he, like, kept it in this not-that-attractive period-correct livery, like, but he put a period-correct drivetrain, train in. He put a B-16 in it. Uh, it was a D-15 with an auto when D- and Joey sold it. Um, put, a, put a B-16 in it with a Jackson blower, so it's like 2001 spec like it's that was the hot shit back then so just really cool to see a car, that car show up to honey too so a lot a lot of little fun things about this event so far
0: but last the last event we did though at Autobahn we did a podcast oh, there goes the screen oh two two, the same podcast episode ladies and gentlemen Man, you gotta back that thing up
1: an inch before it uh, karate chops the projector dude the yeah you can do that wedge it with the tent <laughs> Just trying to figure out how for to this do this interruption, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the wow. the one mile an hour wind has uh, brought this interruption. Um, yeah, just cool to see cars like that, like the the stuff that
0: like uh, made us do the things we're doing,
1: uh, and it just shows up.
0: It's well, so cool. So uh, the podcast episode that I have, uh, that I did with you, right. uh, we talked about. Do you think these are gonna these cars are gonna come back or have like a niche collector's market? Yeah, I think and they this do. Just, this event, bam,
1: right. just proved it. Shows up. He's like, I'm never gonna sell it. I'll never get rid of it. Uh, I'll never change it. Yeah. It's perfect. It's exactly what he wants. I'm telling you, dude, it's so, going to be like
0: the Boogie Night bands yeah. right now.
1: I love it, man. But with Hondas. I think it's <laughs> Boogie so cool. Hondas. It's so cool. <laughs> uh, and that was kind of the vibe that I went with with my car. I wanted it to be something that, like, could have been built, like, looks-wise, could have been built in, like, 95. Um, obviously, it's got some more rounded stuff on it, but, like, it looks largely like it could have been built in 95, sort of, you know? Uh, with the graphics and with the wheels and super low. And, um, I, I love that stuff and I, it's just so cool to see that thing here. So, yeah, uh, dude,
0: there's, there's an unprecedented amount of people that were all over that car. Yeah. And I, I was actually, I thought it was so cool. Five years
1: ago, everybody was like, man, that car was riced out and stupid. And now everybody's like, oh my gosh it's been like this for 20 years. Like, I love how like that, that tie changed. Like, It wasn't like that before. I
0: remember when Radwood was starting to become a thing. I remember yeah, like, years why ago, do you yeah. care about this old station wagon yeah. with wood grain that's fake? Yeah, this
1: this Chevy Corsica. You yeah. know, like all these dumb cars. So.
0: Well, my local yeah. cruise night, we do... Uh, in Tinley? Yeah, in Tinley does yeah. a cruise on every Tuesday. I, I, me and my friend uh, Andrew decided to go to it right. this last Tuesday. We're like, let's go have some fun. You know, Audubon was wet. Let's go have some fun. Right. And it was really wet I'm not even kidding. Like we we roll up, there's all these just old nineties cars Really, this car show. And it was a uh, an old nineties the one that, that I'm gonna talk thaw- that caught my attention. Right. There's an old Chevrolet Cavalier with the telephone. Really? Convertible. Yeah. And man. this guy was like old, but he was like, I bought it as a collector's item. I knew this is gonna be worth something back no in way. the day. I'm like looked at him like, Okay, buddy. You know, like you know, so I mean I hate to say it, but those guys that that have showed up to cruise nights in the last yeah. ten years, of that kind of stuff, they might actually have
1: some of them. Might be right. They might yeah. be right. I don't yeah. know. I won't Five say six years of them ago, be right. I wouldn't have said. I don't know so. about a
0: Cavalier convertible.
1: I mean, but they all got thrown away.
0: I was kind of more curious. We're talking about Alantes. You ever look at the old Alante? Yeah,
1: a Cadillac- Cadillac- It's a Cad- cool looking shell. Actually, it's a good body.
0: They would make the bodies in in Italy by Pininfarina. And they would have the body yeah. shipped over yeah. in, I think, 707s.
1: They made them in Italy or designed them there?
0: It was designed by Pininfarina. The body was designed in Italy. Okay. And it was shipped over, like, 50 at a time by airplane. No way. I'm not even kidding. This is a huge thing for Cadillac. Yeah. And they would build this car in America. Right. And it just didn't really compete with the Mercedes right. SL uh It just wasn't car. nice enough. Yeah, right? it wasn't an SL. No. And... They still were shit. Yeah. I mean, I. I you
1: see them still, though.
0: Because yeah. people kept them perfect. They're starting yeah. to come back, though. Yeah. I mean, I saw a red one the other day and I started freaking out. If you ever seen Lethal Weapon, Joe Pesci had a red one. And yeah. I was like, yeah. oh my God, it's Joe Pesci. That's such a this bizarre car. This guy looked at me though. getting in and he's like, what?
1: <laughs> such a bizarre car to see on the road nowadays. But, but like, that that audience, like, for that car was like 40 year old, 50 year old people, and now they're 60, 70, 80, and they, like, kept them perfect. So they're like, I already have it. I just keep it perfect you know like that's why some of them are still so nice but.
0: well so i was talking to andrew about the hearse thing so at autobahn we we had the hearse at the end of pit lane if you saw it yeah. and we were asking you to Hearse be. like a uh for carrying a coffin yeah. it is a 1995 yeah. cadillac fleetwood federal Coach-built yeah. hearse, like a Caprice front end, basically, and yeah, no, it's a Cadillac no, know, Fleetwood front front end, and basically, <laughs> but yeah, put it's like the Chevy LT1 and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I asked him, you know, like man, like I've been kind of been busy walking around and stuff, like you yeah. know, how's the reaction having the hearse in a pit lane? He goes, everyone loves this thing. Yeah, it's a so thirty-five hundred dollars shit box. So bizarre. It's probably the greatest car I've ever heard someone own yeah. because... Uh, so much wo- attention. <laughs> he works out by uh, Stony Island on the yeah. south side of Chicago for the CTA. And if you don't know that area, it's very dangerous. can be, yeah. It, yeah. it, it can be very dangerous. Right. At least um, Gary, he was telling me, he was uh, a little sketchy. And he Gary's said,
1: sketchy, but it's empty now. Gary, Indiana, you mean?
0: No, 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 not Gary. Oh. I'm Stony Island, like on the south okay. side. yeah, yeah. So um, he was telling me about this. He goes, man, I got... I got in a situation, I ran out of gas one day because the gas gauge broke. Right. He goes, not even a cop would pull over to help me out just for to yeah. him, help me get gas. But he goes, I kind of had comfort in that because no one messes with me when you, you drive a hearse. No, in no. The
1: wood. That's a crazy white boy right there. <laughs> <laughs> he
0: is a crazy white boy, too.
1: Yeah, bizarre, dude. What are these people doing on the racetrack? They're like driving around taking photos, and I want them to stop. Uh, anyway, well, we did a podcast, I think. We're 20 minutes into this
0: thing. I think you should go stop those people. Yeah. And prevent liability. i going to do another
1: short one, and then I'm going to hang out and watch the Drift.
0: So. Yay! Yeah, buddy. Uh, the hey. Olsenite Eagle. Yeah, you guys should totally uh, Google this to get a chance. Yeah, so man. Olsenite Eagle, uh, Jim, Jim Beam, Decanters. Olsenite Eagle. They make different ones. If you uh, are looking for a gift for your loved you b- one. You bought the
1: Porsche 935 one, too.
0: Yeah, so that one's actually, um, those are going to be really hard to find. Uh, they have two, uh, Dick Barber's Racing is the one I have. Yeah, the one that, uh, like, P2 at Le Mans one time or whatever. Yeah, and then the other variation in that one is... Um, the Whittington Brothers. Uh, finding yeah. those online, they're going to be worth more, but their uh, company, uh, Davies County. Okay. Toys... For big boys is what it was called. Yeah. I shit you But it was plastic, though. Yeah. So the whiskey's probably not that good. You're buying it, really, just to give it as a cool right, gift. Right. You're not drinking it. So what? the cool thing about the gym being because it's aged in porcelain, yeah. you actually can drink it. and it actually right. tastes somewhat normal. Yeah. Depending on the, 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 the pork You love
1: all the 1970s, 1980s plastics juices in there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to die like men, okay? Yeah. yeah, man. Seatbelts, no seatbelts, whatever it takes. Plastics, in my booze whatever. So. We're going to drink like our old... Fathers
0: and <laughs> yeah. probably die of plastic poisoning of some sort. Yeah. Well, pe- where,
1: where do people find your podcast, dude?
0: Oh, hey, I, I uh, found it on Spotify. It is on Spotify, yeah. uh, Anchor, Spotify. Uh, you can go on YouTube. Yeah, you're using uh, Anchor too. An, Anchor's great. I prefer Anchor and Spotify. If you if you guys yeah. can, are you go hosting through Anchor? Yes, I am. Yeah, it's pretty um, great. Pretty easy to do. Oh, we also deal. on Apple Podcasts from what I've heard. Yeah. Thank you, Anchor. Uh,
1: usually, Anchor puts it on. Stitcher, and most
0: of the most of regular aggregators that pull it off of iTunes, so or Apple, or whatever. Yeah, but Cool, man. Drivers Dude. at Large? Drivers at Large at uh, at Spotify, or, or you or. can follow me on Instagram at personally at Hot Rodyssey, Hot Rodyssey Because you drive an Odyssey. Yeah, I totally stole that from the guys in Alabama. You did
1: steal it from a bet of Carl horde was a little mad about
0: that. But. I will give it uh. back to them and just take ThickFit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to ask that. It does
1: look like a fit, though.
0: It does look like uh, a fit. Cool hey, man. Sunday Cup competitor, right? <sighs>
1: Uh, it's probably not that far off. They are actually kind of fast in a straight line, though. Look, like, they're not slow. But I mean, your car—the don't don't Odyssey—is sh- a
0: little speedy. Don't, don't, don't ruin the secret. Grassroots
1: Motorsports, a bunch of years ago, did an autocross test of like mm-hmm. that versus like some car from the '90s that was like the hot shit autocrosser, and like the the Stone Stock with decent tires Odyssey just mopped the floor with it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, hey, well. dude, in a
0: drag race, an Odyssey will beat enough. They are pretty Ross, fast, Kyle. They're literally like
1: <laughs> high thirteen, low fourteen second cars. Like they're the trucks, fans, whatever you call. Them. But anyway, well, check them out, uh, uh, Drivers at Large, and also uh, at most of our events, Working Grid, hanging out, uh, making small talk, and chilling. So, yeah. appreciate you, man. <laughs> yeah. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it again. And i got to figure out how to stop this thing. Good question. Let's check those levels, baby. What do you got? Oop, oop. Yeah. Levels, levels, uh, levels, levels. Get it about two inches from your mouth hole. i going
2: to swallow this thing.
1: Don't swallow it. Just <coughs> kiss it. Um You're uh, you're at Honda meet again, third show of the night. Got Ben Mitchell, Mm -hmm. buddy from uh, Bad Company Motorsports, a GLTC team. Uh, You guys took my car to uh, Coda.
2: Yes, yes, Yes. that
1: was fun. Except for both of our cars sucked at Coda.
2: Uh, Yeah, our our car seems to suck quite a few places. So
1: yeah, (laughs) in the same boat with me, baby. It's a great place to be, right? Yeah. Um, the uh, the RSX uh, that you guys play with started out as a lemons car, yeah. You bought it as a rolled over automatic base model,
2: uh, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's the yeah. that's how you start a race car Bill.
2: It was a uh, automatic for two races and right. then decided to swap it. So you ran factory drivetrain and stuff with it, yeah. Just yeah. a K twenty A three, yeah. Just. You probably still have the engine kicking around, don't you? It's sitting on the stand, yeah. <laughs> you can't kill them yeah. things, it, man. It was used many races. They make like a nice, uh, what, like 150 wheel horsepower. Oh, it, was, it was a, it was a feat to get like 155. It at might Gingerman. be a good
1: choice for uh, for me and my build. So actually, yeah, would probably be <laughs> perfect. Actually, <laughs> you um, could make
2: that thing probably pretty stout with it. some I mean, some and work.
1: And they hold up like they don't have enough power to hurt themselves either. And right. you rev it to seven because it doesn't make power pass there. And blah blah blah. So.
2: Yeah, we'd um, we'd run it to the rev limiter on the automatic, and then just tap shift.
1: Yeah. And did the like the the fat? They had like flappy paddles?
2: No, just like the tap shift shifter on oh, the. Oh, okay. How, we uh, were? I was going to actually add flappy paddles, right. and then we decided to actually that be real be so race good. team and yeah. and build a proper drivetrain, five <laughs> so, stick shift. Yeah.
1: Um, so that thing went from lemons. Do you do chump car stuff with it? Champ car stuff.
2: With it? Uh, we we've always wanted or you know we never actually did we never did we we built it kind of with that plan in mind but never actually have run it in champ car and you've got
1: like enough parts because you have another one also yeah uh i have three you can yeah you bought mikey's too yeah (laughs) you can swap drivetrains pretty quick and um, i mean you could convert it from gltc spec which it is now ish uh and that and yeah it's it's abandoned for the past two weeks but uh, that's yeah it's
2: been but, it's but, been in timeout. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, you converted back. You converted back to Lemons last year. Yeah, and so Ding's team crashed India. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's, had a, it's
2: had a said real good luck. Yeah, it's been a rough yeah, year. Yeah, we uh, swapped converted it back to a Lemons drive train from our other car. Right. Just for that weekend. Yeah, right. and then then you tried to roll a car over top of it so.
1: Yeah, that didn't work at all. No. It <laughs> uh, Wasn't Jackie himself though. No. It was somebody
2: else. Not sure. I don't remember who it was, but Um
1: But then you did wide body. It looks rad. Um what it like there are a lot of people for the last 15 years that i've I, you keep reading since that car came out like oh it doesn't handle for shit you know okay it doesn't handle it doesn't work but you guys like you've been top five times raw time in gltc before like that's fast yeah um, what was the progression on that thing as far as handling and stuff goes what did you guys all do what was your process there
2: well uh, a lot of throwing stuff at the wall and see what sticks yeah. um so for the first few races it was pretty much stock, um, with like just some lowering springs right. and some Coney sports. So like and then, mediocre at best. Yeah. Right. And then a progress rear sway bar would right. be. Um so then I'm trying to think here now. It's been so many it's been through so many iterations. And you
1: probably have changed it this year multiple times.
2: Yeah. Um, so then we switched to some stance coilovers. Right. Just out of the, off the shelf stuff. Um Still have that same progress sway bar in their back because we don't really feel the need to right. do anything with that. Um, I'm trying to think, your, you know, just your typical upper arms to, you know, more camber. And did um,
1: you buy a set of motons too? Once I have
2: a set of motons for it that <laughs> I haven't actually put on the car.
1: Okay. And you're sponsored at the moment by what, Yellow Speed? Yeah, Yellow Speed. That's, where are they out of?
2: Um, well, Yellow Speed USA is out of Texas, okay. but Yellow Speed. Proper is Taiwan. Oh, okay, so
1: I thought it was like, aren't there a bunch of teams in Europe that run that thing? Yeah, so... Like EP3s and stuff? Yellow
2: Speed is like big in the, what is that, the Civic Cup in, in the UK. Like okay. pretty much everyone uses Yellow Speed. Okay. Um,
1: I've seen a bunch of hill climb cars with them on. And yeah,
2: they do a lot of drift, a lot of hill climb stuff. Not yeah. a whole lot of, pretty much not a whole lot of anything Road circuit-wise course. in the U.S. But, so... They're on the side of the car, but obviously they're wondering where the car is because it keeps breaking, so yeah. that's always great. Um, but yeah, so this year or
1: last year oh, my brother's trying to say something. What's up? Oh hey. Get port of oil. Uh, <laughs> probably in that multicolored bin right there, yeah. Can I grab Yeah, you can grab it out of there. I put too much oil in my car, I've actually not added any to it. <laughs> Probably on the left-hand side of it, if it opens from where you are. Yeah, that that uh, purple and teal one. Should be some in there. Sorry, my brother needed oil driving oh yeah. home with his wild Turbo Maxima. Nice. Uh, with his with his young family. It's
2: kind turbo of Maxima.
1: Dude, yeah, it's gnarly. It's a '91 Nissan Maxima. Uh, Ooh, with so, so it's ins- like the, the the roundy square, square uh, yeah. Insane <coughs> turbo setup. But, um, huh. Yeah, I think there's a cord in there. Should be.
2: I imagine the torque steer on that's pretty uh, uh, harsh.
1: Dude, actually, like the, the car is a highway monster, It's huge turbo, uh, so it's laggy and super fun, like old school build. He built it like eighteen years ago. Nice. Um, it, that's the only car that spent every single hundredweight. His <laughs> his
2: <maximum.
1: My laughs> a Nissan hand, has yeah, been doing every No, just take it. It's fine. You sure. Yeah, it's fine. Don't
2: worry about. It. Yeah. So this so is going to be he all he cut up or pump no? Pump the <laughs>
1: Valvoline VR1 <laughs> into it. Who cares? She's
2: good. It's only Valvoline. Yeah. I mean. Never mind.
1: There's, they sponsor Honda Meat and Grid Life and all the things. So, Valvoline's cool. Did your car burn in oil? Hmm. All right, well, there's some more. <laughs> 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 he hasn't checked in in a while. <laughs> anyway. Um, so we were talking about suspensions. Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: so, let's see. Yeah, so we are running pretty much the stock stuff. Um, your typical spherical... Joints and everything. Make
1: it make it move nice and try to get right. the tires on the ground all the time.
2: And then we switched. I switched from like stock Type S lower control arms to Type R right. aluminum arms with bad results. Oh, this
1: is the other thing I want to talk about because you you keep swapping things. You have weird parts on there now.
2: Yeah, so went to the Type R arms and really didn't think about some of the added like issues. Or what? Like what mm-hmm. changes? Well, the Type R knuckles are a little bit different as far as the depth from from the actual pickup point to the hub face.
1: Right, actual dimensions of the of the the knuckle.
2: So I was running Type R axles without really double checking that.
1: So somewhere in that (laughs) swing, they're compressing. Oh yeah, it immediately would blow up axles. Just eating them like crazy. Yeah, like
2: they'd make it two laps. Son of a bitch. Like what the hell is going on? So then we switched back to Type S axles, and that would live, but they were a little bit too short. So okay. anyway, got rid of those arms because we had some ball joint issues with those arms. Right. The
1: ball joints are a theme too.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> uh, all sorts of themes here. Um, the cars the, are hard, man. To do a type R arm with the Type S knuckles, you have to press in a different insert for the for the taper. Right. And that insert pulled right out. Okay. And then just, you know, we skidded off a turn, or coming into turn 11, yeah. just skidded off onto the pit the pit road <laughs> at Gingerman because <laughs> it came apart at 100 and whatever miles an hour. Right, 115-ish. Yeah. <clears throat> so that, I think that was ball joint issue number one. Right. And then... Uh,
1: We've seen a few.
2: Yeah, so got rid of those, but then we went to the Honda Element lower control arms. That's the weird thing. Yeah. yeah. Honda Element lower control arms, CRV axles, and some custom inner tie rods, and it makes it about six inches wider than stock. It's wild. So it makes it rotate really nicely. Right. Right. Um, So pretty much that's what we're running now. Okay. But we. You've had a few more ball joint failures. Yeah. So So we're running some. Like the extendos. Yeah, running. I've had a failure with hard race. Yeah. I've had a failure with Buddy Club and multiple failures with K-Tune, so we're getting, actually running a production run for how uh, Chassis right now for some spherical type lower ball joints. Like rebuildable ones. Yes.
1: Uh, are, did you say they're making them for older Integras too?
2: Yes. Uh, nice. DC2 Integras, the they're they they also running is. a line of those, so, yeah, I'm, I can't and they try are that. badass yeah. as far as...
1: This is like heavy duty circle track crap.
2: Yeah, so... so. Very cool. So I'm hopefully, that that, you know, up. those those will get uh in my hands shortly, and we can actually right get them you in have there.
1: An, you have an affiliation th- with Lane Automotive, and they kind of know everybody in that world. Yeah, so, so I just get that done, huh?
2: yeah, I just all oh, my guys at lane and like yeah. can you guys have an in at how oh yeah sure it's so then like rad. within that rad. next day they're like all right we got this going like so. you are starting to draw them up and <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. awesome man
1: <laughs> so there's a pit bike on my racetrack i'm a little nervous about that
2: <sighs> hey, he's got a light on though so yeah,
1: he, he needs to get the heck <laughs> off the racetrack um so that's that's a cool product that's coming out of all your issues like, yeah this is a like to me it's like you're, you're jumping over all these hurdles and, like, you're figuring things out. You, like, figure out you like it. It turns in better with the super wide stance, and it actually well, works. Well, the
2: funny thing about that all is the only reason we started with that wide stuff is because we ba- built the other RSX for for rally, right? and that was my extra travel That's right, setup. Right. And then we used it on the track here, and I was like, dang, this thing turns really nice. That's pretty rad. And so then we put them on both cars. Yeah. And now other people have... I've talked to some people like, hey, try this, and there's a few other people that have actually used it in varying degrees. Degrees, success. well, actually, really good success yeah. um, in in autocross and uh, some time attack. In Bulgaria, this guy got nice. a hold of me, and he's like, nice. "Dude, what is that?" And I'm like, All right. Why is your car so
1: wet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I, I kind of love how the car looks. Like it's got a real tough kind of like uh, bulldog stance up front. Well, it's, it's pretty rad. It's
2: definitely tough looking now with a well, char yeah. and fire. And
1: we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, so ball joint failure, hopefully addressed. Uh, hopefully your suspension <laughs> axles, everything holds together. Um, yeah. And then uh, there's no reason it shouldn't. Right. now right. Dang you it. Figured the issues out. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, once you get your, all your valving and everything where you want it, hopefully she turns real good, which well, she already turned pretty good.
2: So, yeah, for last race there, I put the actual yellow speed stuff on without really any testing, yeah, and we actually took, up throat, I mean. yeah, we took it right back off and put the old stuff back on, and that's valving, valving and, stuff, huh? and that's how he was able to actually qualify decent because yeah. we put the old stuff back on. So, so
1: spring kickoff, um, it's a, so we should tell people it's just a stock TSX motor, right? Yeah. With crazy trans. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, like real tight ratios and stuff. And Yeah, uh, it's all
2: comp- all gear x ratios. Yeah, it's a bunch of aftermarket stuff. It's so. all aftermarket. Okay. Which um, straight which cut?
1: Mhm. Straight cut gears? No. Okay.
2: No, no, straight cut, no dog stuff. Yeah. It's just
1: just all aftermarket ratios. Yeah. Um TRE built it. Yep. The trans. They do a good job on trans, don't they? They do a really, yeah. really, a really nice really job. job. Yeah. to stop teaching your uh, other drivers how to blow them up or blow up trannies, but yeah, <laughs> they, they they build a nice tranny. Um, Apparently,
2: this one has an issue now too, a little bit, but yeah. we'll see how it goes.
1: Somebody's pushing too hard on that yeah. lever, dude. <laughs> yeah. um, meat so meat hands, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this big GI Joe fists. <laughs> um, so we're we're doing spring kickoff. Uh, it was Saturday night. The power goes out. We're running off of generators. The live stream's not live. It's recorded. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, it was like lap one. Um, And now, ever since then, I've been telling people. I think it was
2: lap lap two. two. Two Because he had made up.
1: He'd done like three or four laps, basically.
2: Yeah, and by the time he had, he started way in the back. And by the time it blew up, he had made up like 10 spots. Yeah,
1: he was was getting up front. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It was a big field, 50-some cars. Um, Grid looked so insane. Like, it was so full, dude. You weren't yeah. here that night. No. Dude, it was so <laughs> full. It was intimidating. I uh, wish I was here. And then... Uh,
2: I really wish I was here because of the issue. But. Yeah.
1: The, uh, we've, we've seen it on S2000s a bunch of times. They, they're buzzy motors. They're big, uh, big four-cylinders, you know, 2.2s two or whatever. People put the 2.4 K-series in. Um, and ever since, they're your problem. Uh, at Audubon, I walked around, and I would grab oil filters. And I kid you not, like, out of Scott and Becky's car. Uh, the K24. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they, like, got, got it, like, you know, check, they check everything. I got almost three-quarters of a turn out of it. Yes. Like, these, these buzzy, big motors, the oil filter starts to get, it backs off. Um, and so we had never had an issue. Right.
2: Ever. And then that's what happened. And, anyway. and we were running S2000 filters on that K24 and right. never had an issue.
1: And here we are. Yeah, and and then uh, we're
2: going to try a different filter. So we were running a big block Chevy-style right. big-cased big filter. Right. And it... Backed off.
1: Right, same stuff that a bunch of other people ran. Right, and uh, but apparently yeah, I'm the only one with an issue. The big buzzy motor, man. It, uh, but it made it through like a bunch of sessions. Not like it was right. loose. You didn't. It wasn't loose. It came loose. Right. Uh, and so it, I, I tightened it to proper, you know, specification. I actually made it part of my drivers' meetings. Last couple of events, we've talked about it in the drivers' meetings. Um, yeah. Tighten those filters. Tighten those filters. Up. Yeah, that's going to be it's cold. Get in there, tighten.
2: It. It's going to be part of the protocol uh, now. Also, so. uh,
1: I've been telling people Emil Tab does something cool. He safety wires off of a bolt above. Yeah. Wraps it around the oil filter and then puts a hose clamp around that to where the oil filter can't turn back. Yeah, I think we might paint it, might so. do that too. Yeah, I'm just just as to added. I'm going to try something up for that in my my own car. Yeah. So, um, big fireball.
2: Yeah, I think you know. Other
1: Ben was driving. Ben Dozeman. Uh, yep. He was okay, but his suit did some work.
2: Yeah, it actually. Did the job. Um,
1: like it was worked.
2: <laughs> so it, yeah, it had a hot enough fire to where it melted off the aluminum suppression lines under the hood. Insane, dude. And it melted. And it wasn't on fire forever. No. Real quick. Yeah, it was a big flash. Like
1: crazy how big it was.
2: And then, uh, it it fused the inside of the shift cables to the outside, so you couldn't shift it. And then it melted that boot that the shift cables shot through in the tunnel and then therefore the fire got inside the car and and burned the outer fabric of his leg a little bit but so hot but fire suppression was also right there so yeah boom
1: it sounds like he got to the fire suppression fast too
2: a little too fast actually (laughs) he was still going like 50 miles an hour he pulled fire suppression Uh, and then couldn't uh, breathe so too much air movement then yeah well he just He's like, I should have gotten stopped first because I couldn't breathe it to get out of the have, car. Yeah, it so done better job getting the fire out too. Probably. Oh yeah, I'm sure it just kind of fed it a little bit. So
1: yeah, wild lessons to learn from something like that, dude. Yeah. Uh, car salvageable, still runs, right?
2: Yeah. It, could, like fix a couple of wires and it runs. I didn't even touch the wires. Uh, so we, before that race, I put DEI, those DEI gold Dei sleeves. Yeah, yeah. Those gold sleeves on the wire harness and on the, uh, on the fuel line actually, right. and. Dei uh, sleeve did the job. It it died, but it saved the harness. Actually, that's I didn't even impressive. touch the harness, and it started up. That's Put impressive. some oil in it and started. So that's impressive. Oh. It's a little clattery. It might have got hurt, but we'll we'll see how it.
1: Maybe pull the engine apart, look like at the bearings, and, yeah. yeah. I
2: don't really feel like pulling the engine again, <laughs> but might be next, next but it's product, it's right. gonna it's gonna be. Probably touched. Yeah. Give it a little
1: bit of time. Yeah, uh, but yeah, a lot of I've, I wanted to do a show with you because there's a lot of lessons to learn from that. Like, obviously, it's an interesting development story. Like building a chassis that, literally, until recently, was sort of neglected. You know, like people don't build that. Right. Um,
2: yeah, it's kind of everyone. Oh, it's the the worst strut chassis that Honda made. Right. Yada yada yada. But so. it's a great
1: looking car. It looks super sporty. They're like rad cars. Right. Then you Drop a good motor right into it. They came with a good motor. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, you learned a lot. Like I learned stuff from your Fireball, uh, and I think there's a lot of people that you know well, they should check things and. Yeah, yeah
2: I so. I mean I didn't really think about how many cars in the paddock don't have fire suppression. Lots. And that's kind of a surprise yeah. and uh, a little bit worrisome.
1: Yeah, lots. So so. Uh, your uh, your buddies over late automotive they've got lots <laughs> of great prices on <laughs> yeah. kits. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Here, hook them up. I'm, I'm um, Yes, yeah. Scott Robertson's getting one.
2: So yeah, Scott,
1: did Becky tell you that I got three quarters of a turn out of your oil filter at Autobahn? No. Nope. Yes. yes. Yeah. I told. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Check those oil out, filters. <laughs> Sketched me out. That was immediately the first yeah. thing I
2: said, in the old group chat was yeah. check your oil filters. Check
1: them all the time. It's so a, I put, I made it part of the driver's meetings. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, like I'm I'm not glad to learn those lessons like that way, but no, I I'm, think I'm. Like we've had other S2000s. We had one S2000 almost burned down in seven a couple of years ago. 100. I'm
2: not. I'm not happy that I'm the one to find out these things either. Right. But
1: somebody's yeah. got to be the, the, the <laughs> yeah. bearer of uh, the bad news that we all learn from. But, yeah. Um, well, I'm glad that the car is salvageable and uh, hopefully. Yeah. When you get over the funk of man, I got to work on this damn car again. Well, it's um,
2: we just. It's more, more just. Life, not, yeah, life like, happens.
1: It's also like not fun stuff to have to like clean the car and fix it and well, take it apart not, again. And yeah, yeah, I get it, but I sympathize. But I'm <laughs> glad the car's okay, Ben's okay. It's all salvageable. Yeah, yeah.
2: so yeah, no, not even like the the you know, fire shot up by the wheels, and not even well, the brake hoses got melted. So right. yeah, we'll sw- Dude, swap that, all that, that stuff out. That picture that
1: Wilkinson took, Rob Wilkinson. like the there's the highest like liked picture that life's ever posted. Uh, yeah, but like, I think I think it woke a lot of people up talking about it too. Like, uh, a lot of people messaging me in the last month about fire suppression. What should I get? That's what should I get? What that's should I get? Good. So, yeah, uh, that's hopefully it keeps some definitely other cars an eye opener in, in in one piece. Yeah, um, for sure. And just a lot of little checks. Like maybe we all need to check our filters all the time. You don't think about it until you yeah. see a couple well, cars. Honestly,
2: of never thought about it.
1: Um, I thought about it on S two thousands, but I never made it a part of the meeting. Like, yeah. I don't know why I didn't.
2: I mean, um, we. We'd run the small filter for the K series, or then then right. the, the S2000 style filter, and right. you'd have to like you'd have to refund it to to loosen them when you change the oil. Right. So yeah. I don't, yeah, never had an issue. Yeah, what
1: it's bizarre how it just sometimes happens.
2: Yeah.
1: Anyway, we did a quick show. Hey, nice quick show. Too. Cheers. Second like talking. <laughs> Thanks for being a guy. Yeah, uh, you yeah. just came down to grab a, grab a trailer for a friend of ours here, so. Just being a good dude, man. Yeah,
2: I had to sell my uh, sell my Honda meet ticket. Yeah, and then I came down here anyway. So
1: well, I'm glad you stopped by. Good, <laughs> yeah. good to see you, buddy. Yeah, we'll. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk soon, and I hope to see you in Grid one of these days. Yeah, fix that, fix that bad girl up, dude. Yeah. Um, what's uh? So if people want to see more about the car. You have an Instagram for the car, don't you? Yeah, Badco
2: Motorsport. Badco. In badco Motorsport. Yeah, and, uh, Instagram.
1: Also, also you're a Patreon subscriber. I appreciate your support, bud. I am. My brother was pretty <laughs> funny, wasn't
2: it? I I laughed out loud. <laughs> I was so sitting in bed listening to that, <laughs> and my wife's like, what so the hell are you stupid. laughing at? Uh,
1: that's the that was some That boy has wild stories, right? <laughs> yeah. For sure.
2: I actually went on Google and looked at his house, too, during <laughs> yeah. that. i like, what the hell is he talking about? So. <laughs> you can drive a car on his roof. Our- yeah. So, it's like yeah. a weird berm house.
1: It's a really weird, <clears throat> weird... Everything about Dalton Klein is very interesting, so... All right, man. We'll uh, we'll talk to you guys soon, all and right. uh, appreciate the support of everybody in the slip angle world. We got FCP uh, Euro. All the parts that they sell are guaranteed for life. Uh, Apex Pro, ApexTrackCoach.com. Great, accessible, and uh, usable data systems. Gen two, Gen two just out. Uh, Abe is a big fan of the software. He's a nerd. He likes how to use how it u- how it works. It's easy to use. And uh, the Patreon listeners, we really appreciate all y'all. So. Uh, more Patreon stuff coming soon. Uh, should be uh, should be a good year for silliness. We're looking for silly, weird stories too. If you've got silly, weird stories, uh, and you are a car-related person, <laughs> we don't want to just get into the Mori Povich uh, show, but uh, or whatever his name was. Well, we got some stories, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you got cool stories, we'd love to talk to you. Um, and uh, tracktune.com We appreciate everybody. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pits of the grid to say hello.